0: With your host, high-performance business coach, keynote speaker, and author, Scott Hansen. Showtime in 3, 2, 1. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. For all the listeners to Success Hackers, Audible is giving away a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com dot com forward slash successhackers. Success hackers is one word. audibletrial.com dot forward slash successhackers. Over one hundred and eighty thousand titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Grab your thirty-day free membership again by going to audibletrial.com dot forward slash successhackers. What is up hacker nation? This is Scott Hansen, high performance coach, speaker, and of course podcast creator and host right here on success hackers for all you loyal hacker nation listeners you know i love you guys thank you so much for continuing to listen to the show subscribe to the show and even share the show across social media it's because of you that our show is now downloaded and listened to within 65 countries and growing if for whatever crazy reason you haven't yet subscribed to the show make sure to do that now so you don't miss any new episodes of success hackers. All you have to do is go to successhackers.net and then subscribe to the show. If you haven't yet listened to the last episode, check it out because Tim Fargo talked about how he went from being bankrupt to selling his business for over $20 million in less than seven years. He shares some incredible success hacks on how you can actually scale your business. Hacker Nation, let's get down to business. Today's guest is going to share some incredible success hacks and strategies about leveraging social media to build a massively powerful brand. We're going to have a lot of fun today. I can just feel it. Today our featured guest is Mr. Chris Desi. Chris, are you ready to rock? I am definitely ready
1: to rock. Thanks for having me, Scott.
0: Absolutely, Chris. Chris Desi is the CEO and founder of Silverback Social. Silverback is an award-winning digital marketing agency. Chris travels the country coaching executives and college students how to Leverage Social Media to Benefit Their Personal Brand, Message, and Career. Chris's savvy marketing acumen has propelled his personality into the national media landscape. Chris regularly appears on CNBC, MSNBC, CNN, Fox News, Good Day New York, and Fox Businesses, Varney & Company. Chris is also a contributor on Inc.com and Success.com. Chris has also written three books. His first is a leading social media book titled... Your world is exploding. How social media is changing everything and how you need to change with it. Chris, welcome to Success Hackers. It is great to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, man. Absolutely. So, Chris, I gave Hacker Nation just a brief description of who you are, but would love for you to share a little bit more about you and your biz.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I, firstly, I appreciate the generous intro. That was fantastic. I think my whole journey to where we're at now talking about building your personal brand started in 2007 when I wrote one simple blog post and that blog post earned me $260,000 <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, I'm onto something. And Really what happened was I was a director of sales. I wanted to be a vice president of sales and I realized that there was a huge issue. The only people that knew how good I was at my job as a director of sales were my boss, and my clients and since they weren't going to get me that new job as a vice president of sales, I was having a hard time getting even interviews to be a VP of sales. You know, my wife, I had a new wife at home. I had, she was pregnant and we had a baby on their way, our first baby on the way. I wanted to buy a home and I wanted to take my career to the next level. So it dawned on me. I said, okay, let me start talking about what's happening within my industry so that I can flex my intellectual muscles. And I literally wrote one blog post forwarded it to the hiring manager, had one interview, and the interview, the person that was conducting the interview didn't want to look at my resume, didn't want to talk about my resume, and only wanted to talk about my blog post, which had to do with MySpace. Remember MySpace? Mm. Um, but it was really compelling for me and it was a game changer. It was like, I got the job off for, for $260,000 and as they say, the rest is history and wow. kind of kicked off my understanding of building a personal
0: brand. Yeah. Crazy, right? Wow. That's huge, man. I cannot wait to get into this because Hacker Nation strap in because we're going to talk about personal branding and how you right now, I mean, literally after this interview, Chris is going to share some incredible strategies and hacks. With us, So make sure to listen all the way to the end because you're going to really want to take some advice from Chris because obviously he's done it. He's doing it in a big, big way and he absolutely exemplifies what it's like to be a Success Hacker's guest on the show because he's crushing it. And he went from humble beginnings um, all the way to where he's at today and we're going to get into that in a minute. But Chris, a lot of entrepreneurs are really just happy to start a business and then have it be semi-successful not only is Silverback Social an award-winning digital ad agency, but you're also a contributing writer for Inc. Success, you're regularly featured across multiple media channels, not to mention all the books you've written. Why is it so important, regardless of what industry you're in, for an entrepreneur to become an authority and then create a brand that stands out from the competition just like you have?
1: Well, now more than ever, you have to become your own personal brand because the infrastructure that my parents or our parents, parents perhaps were benefiting from, where you would get a job and you'd be there for 20, 30, even 40 years, that's no longer there. I mean, it's just the reality, right? If you love your company, it might turn into Enron. If you think your organization is fantastic and your friends admire the organization, and perhaps that's ESPN, ESPN a couple of months ago just fired 300 senior executives that made six figures. So there's an unstable market because of digital, because of the manner in which we aggregate and disseminate information as a culture has definitively changed. We all walk around with these mega Computers in our back pockets. So I wrote that initial blog post. I got the job as a VP of Sales, and I saw this guy speak on stage called Gary Vaynerchuk. Some of your listeners may be familiar with Gary, and this was in 2008. And I was like, okay, I want to get into social media. This is where it's at. And I realized, okay, the blogging worked. Where else? What else can I do in order to gain the attention so I can articulate that I am interested in what I want to do? And I went and I purchased the URL FacebookShouldHireMe.com. Now. That didn't get me the job at Facebook. Facebook did not hire me. Their loss, whatever. Um, <laughs> however, it got me national media attention. Fortune magazine covered it in creative ways to gain employment. This is remember, this is 2008 this is when the economy was was imploding. So it gets featured in Fortune magazine, and I put it under my arm and I went for an interview at a company called Buddy Media. And I kind of walked in with a little swagger. They kept telling me the first interview. They said, "You don't really understand social media. You're not you. You know, you're you're a digital sales guy, but we're not sure about you." And I walked in with that article in that magazine. I said, listen, I get it and I'm passionate about it. This is really what I want to do. I am breathing this, living this, and sweating this. I understand how this technology works. Please give me a job. And, but the media eventually ended up being acquired by Salesforce for close to a billion dollars. So it works.
0: The takeaway from that is, I mean, it doesn't matter what industry someone's in. It's a must that they make some noise on social media. They absolutely
1: have to. And here's the thing I always say when I speak. If you don't feel as if you're a thought leader in your industry, then you need to reconsider your industry. If you don't think that your opinion matters, then you should be considering something else. If you people say, oh, I'm not sure what to say. I'm not sure where to say it or how to say it. I always start with blogging, that you should start a blog. First name, last name.com. And if any of your listeners say, Chris, I don't even know how to launch a blog. If they go to chrisdesi.com and they search how to launch a blog in 15 minutes or less, I have a blog post, 24 steps for all those growth hackers out there that want to be aware, <laughs> success hackers that want to try and get this done in 15 minutes. I walk you through step-by-step. Step so nobody has an excuse. I literally do a screen grab Showing you how to buy your URL, how to download a theme, upload the theme into into WordPress, and how to start creating within fifteen minutes. If you start there, that's a, that's the that's the place that's sort of home base for individuals to say this is my personal brand identity. If you don't feel like you want to go launch a website or, or have your own own blog, there are all these tools at your disposal. Start at LinkedIn, start at Medium, and then people say, "Chris, I'm not a good writer," and I say. Install the app, Hemingway app. If they, if your, your listeners install Hemingway app, they can take what they've written, plop it into the Hemingway app. And the reason why it's called the Hemingway app is because apparently when, um, Ernest Hemingway wrote Old Man in the Sea, he wrote it at a fourth grade reading level, right? He didn't write it <laughs> the way we write. Like, what you and I might have written before we were able to write like this is probably at like a 12th grade reading level. Mm. Why? Because executives, even entrepreneurs, tend to write as if we're writing a marketing document or a business plan, and that just doesn't work within social. That doesn't work on LinkedIn. That doesn't work on a personal blog. People don't want to read it. They want 500 to 800 words in a short, easily digestible format, and they want it to be easy and punchy so that they can glance through it,
0: say, wow, this is good content, and share it within their social networks. We talk a lot on the show, Chris, about having a passion for what you do is incredibly important. I think you'd agree. You obviously have a ton of passion for social media. Some of the listeners might literally be saying right now, okay, I get that social media is important. And you just touched on this, but I want to actually go a little bit deeper. But I'm not sure what I should be doing on a daily basis. I'm trying to run a company. I'm trying to build a brand. I'm trying to do the invoicing. I'm trying to do the sales, the marketing, all that What would you say to that person who feels that way and rather say, well, rather than dive into it and learn something maybe new, um, I'll let it just uh, sort of pass me by.
1: So here's the deal. If you have time to worry about your career, You have time to build your personal brand identity. I I really don't take it as an excuse, frankly, because there is no reason in today's day and age that you should be doing something that you don't like, that you should not be talking about your expertise and you should not be flexing your intellectual muscles via social media because the world is so volatile. right? I did this and I built my personal brand identity because I was just following my big Italian nose and I was trying to survive. I got laid off three times in two years and by virtue of going through those three offs in 2 years. I was like holy moly. There is nobody in this world that's going to look out for me except for me. So how do I make sure that my expertise comes with me from one job to the next without stealing IP from a company, right? Like it's literally that serious. That that's that's what people need to be thinking about. I understand that you have responsibilities and I understand that you have a job that you need to complete and I'm not saying take away from that, but I mean listen My my rhythm is I get up at 5 a.m. every morning to work two hours before my two daughters wake up. I have daughters that are seven and five years old. Mm -hmm. I have responsibilities. I also run a business. I also run an event. I also write books. I also do television appearances. Don't tell me that you don't have time for it in your career. If you have time to worry about how you're going to get paid on a biweekly basis, if you have time to worry about how you're going to keep your business afloat, you absolutely have time to build your personal brand identity.
0: Fantastic. Wow, Hacker Nation. Chris just dropped some great nuggets on us. Another one is get up earlier. I mean, you know, he doesn't want to hear the excuse that you don't have time to do it because in now, in today's society, with everything happening, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, you know, LinkedIn, and all the other things, blogging and podcasting and everything else that's going on, I know a lot of times it can seem overwhelming. But I've talked to other branding experts on the show and other entrepreneurs, and they say one thing, Chris, which is Focus. On maybe one or two things, and then get decent at that. We're not saying Chris and I are not saying start a podcast. You have to become a contributing writer to Inc. tomorrow, and you have to, you know, write books in a month, and then you have to. That's not what we're saying. What we're saying is focus on one or two things. Maybe that's starting a blog, like Chris mentioned. Maybe that is starting a podcast. Maybe that is being more social on social media, and, and rather than just take, you're also adding massive value. So start with one or two things get really consistent with that, and then maybe slowly grow the brand. Is that what you're saying, Chris? Look, Scott,
1: I'll give you a perfect example. When in February 3rd, it was just just passed, right? And that was the one-year anniversary of my father passing away. When he passed away, it was devastating to me. He had been my mentor in my life. He had given me career guidance. So I felt like I needed to reach out to mentors in my life. So I started reaching out to people that I deemed a success just by virtue of my network because I was feeling a little burnt out with my blog content. I was like, I didn't really have, you know, all right, I got to blog once a day or once a week or once a quarter or whatever. I would just blog when things would come up and I would write content. So I said, gee, wouldn't it be compelling if I started to reach out to individuals that I thought were interesting? And I think this might a good way for your listeners to think about this. When you're blogging content, I do say, you know, have an opinion, talk about what's happening in your industry and talk about your opinion. But also the way that you can generate blog content is like you're doing on this podcast is to interview people, is to reach out to them, give them 10 questions and then feature them on your blog. I did that for a few months. I got to interview let's say 20. And it dawned on me. I was like, wow, these, these answers are really compelling, really fascinating stuff. I'm featuring my friends on this and they're getting really great feedback through one when they're sharing these interviews. And I said, man, I think I have a book. And I mm-hmm. went ahead and I stapled it together and I lo- I created a book just like you, 24 interviews of ordinary people who have achieved extraordinary success. Can Can you imagine? The point is that when you start taking those baby steps and doing that sort of blocking and tackling of committing to blogging content or generating good content, amazing things will happen down the road. By virtue of consistently blogging and doing those interviews, all of a sudden I realized I had a book and then boom,
0: within a couple of months, I've got a new book that comes out. Chris, let's shift gears for a second. I believe that all high performers and successful individuals look at failure differently than most people. We actually have a segment on the show called the fail forward stage and I believe that they actually use failure as feedback in course correction. I want you to take us back to a time when you maybe failed and maybe even almost gave up, but rather than turning around, you kept pushing forward. Do you remember that exact time? And most specifically, what did you learn from that that specific moment? I love this question,
1: Scott. I love that you talk about failure. In September, a year and a half ago, On the same day, what are the chances we lost two of our biggest clients? Can you imagine that one? Mm. Boom, boom, Mm. one-two punch. Uh, What did I learn from it? I learned that operationally we were doing some things wrong in the agency. Uh, The way I dealt with it was born from 15 years of being in digital marketing and understanding that there are ups and downs and that there are reasons why your big clients might choose to no longer work with you other than you're a bad person or you've done a bad job and both were exactly those situations. Uh, we had been working with each of those clients for two years and change. We had done phenomenal work. In fact, we had won awards. The Fair Media Council gave us award for Best in Social for 2014 for our work with the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. It was the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Loved the organization, fantastic organization. And it just, you know, it was just time to part ways. Those types of moments when you feel like, Oh, my God, what I built, my baby is imploding right now. Um, the way in which I found myself able to be buoyed was through my business partner, John Zanzarelli. He's my chief marketing officer and business partner. Um, being able to just say, listen, we, we course correct here. We fix this. And maybe we pivot in a couple of ways in which we thought the agency should have been going. And we did just that um and it was reinforced a couple of months later when i was speaking at the Philadelphia Eagles summit uh, it's a private event held by the Philadelphia Eagles where they do um they host um individual companies that have purchased su- suites in the Philadelphia Eagles stadium and i was talking about social media and i you know i speak public speak often about social media and when i stepped off the stage um the executives largely uh, didn't really care about Silverback Social. They didn't want to hear about the agency's services. They w- <laughs> It started with a very specific conversation with a gentleman. I was like, oh, you worked at Buddy Media. I remember, do you remember Jeff Ragovin? Yeah, I used to work with Jeff Ragovin. That was great. The guy worked at American Airlines. I was like, yeah, yeah, that was great. And I said, well, how about your social who's, oh, well, you know, Salesforce manages it. Of course. I was like, oh, darn it. Silverback can't work with them. He says, he like kind of leaned in quietly. He said, Chris, did you get paid for this speaking event? I was like, yeah, yeah. I got paid. And he says, you know, I Googled you and I noticed that you're on television. A what, what What's that all about? How, <laughs> how did that happen? And he goes, he goes, you know, I noticed that you wrote, wrote a couple of, I wrote one book at the time. So it was one book. I noticed you wrote a book. Did you self-publish that? How did you, how did you do? He was kind of like leaning in, like it was this big secret just between he and I. And I drove home that evening and I was like, hmm, I think I'm on to something. I think this is a pivot for the agency. And at that moment, that's when I decided to write the book, Remarkable You, um build your build a personal brand take charge of your career because I realized that there was definitive value in the career arc and the um trajectory of Silverback Social as an agency that it went from full-on management of social media for big brands to servicing small to medium-sized brands and then servicing executives and individuals and entrepreneurs to become thought leaders mm-hmm. so the agency services pivoted i launched a new book and i was able to to change the complete infrastructure and operational point of view from the agency by getting my ass kicked royally Mm -hmm. in one day by losing our biggest two clients.
0: (laughs) Hacker Nation, I know that was a long story, but my God, there were so many nuggets that Chris just shared. I mean, the biggest one to me was, number one, if you're out there right now listening to this episode and maybe you're a solopreneur, maybe you have a team like Chris does, number one, what I heard was you want to be able to. Bounce things off other people. You cannot be the only person on the planet to hold up everything. And I know for me personally, in the beginning, I thought I can do it all. I don't need to ask advice for anybody. It's the worst thing you can do is not reach out, not open up, not express your feelings and emotions to other people because that one or two people that you open up to can literally open a door for you in a whole nother way. Secondly, Chris talked about that one thing that a lot of people maybe would have just said, hey, you know what? This isn't worth it anymore. Look at the silver lining. I mean, look at all the things that happened because of that quote-unquote failure. So again, we've shared so many of these on Success Hackers. All these guests that we have come on and talk about how failure is literally just a perspective and that that a lot of the high performers that we have, like you, Chris, they don't look as failure as failure. Again, they look at it as course correction. And then that's exactly what happened for you. That's exactly what happened for the company. So I appreciate you sharing that. That was an incredible story. Chris, our Hacker Nation community, as you know, listens to the show for actual success hacks and strategies to help grow their business. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. So what two actionable success hacks can you share with Hacker Nation that they can start using immediately in their business?
1: I'm going to give you more than two. I'm going to give you my own personal success success hacks when it comes to life, and then I'm going to give you some personal uh, success hacks when it comes to technology. So when it comes to life, we've already touched on that, and that's Get Up Earlier. Now, that's one of the ways in which I add some extra time. The other way in which I keep my brain about me and my wits about me is through meditation. And I do think that meditation is absolutely paramount, but I use technology for that as well, and I use Headspace. That allows you to get 5-minute, 10-minute, 15-, 20-minute meditations in And if anybody don't have time for five minutes in their day, they're absolutely out of their mind. I do recommend that there is some mindfulness and meditation in order to keep your head about you while you're just becoming a success. Now for technology and the ability to build your personal brand and to be a little bit more um, scalable, if you will, in terms of the content that you're building. I mentioned earlier CoSchedule. CoSchedule also has a um, an, a plugin for the back end of WordPress that allows you to schedule out content so that you can amplify your content. Meaning if I create five blog posts in a year, you can repost that content through your social places automatically. It's automated and it goes ahead and it does it. Now, if you build your own personal blog, like I alluded to earlier, firstname, name, dot com, I highly recommend another success hack is to aggregate emails. Building your email list is paramount to your success. Even if you have a job and a boss, it will be important to build your build your email list and use Sumome, S-U-M-O-M-E dot com. If you install Sumome, it will give you heat maps to see see where people are clicking on your blog and what will allow you for for you to aggregate emails and i think that was a, a pretty good amount of hacks for life
0: <laughs> <laughs> as well as technology hacks. boom wow there was boom. those were a there lot of all kinds of s- success hacks in that in that story first of all sumo me.com we heard earlier hemingway app we also talked yeah. about co-schedule we also talked about the sleep cycle app and we also talked about the headspace meditation app Chris, we are now going to enter the randomness round. It's kind of like putting you on the Success Hacker's version of the hot seat.
1: Love it. Let's Whatever it. is the
0: first answer that comes to mind, just let it rip. So Chris Desi, are you ready for the randomness round? I am ready. Let's go. Best <laughs> advice you've ever received?
1: Uh, best advice uh, I've ever received. My father's last words to me were keep up
0: the good work. What's a daily habit that you do sometime throughout the day that puts you in a great frame of mind? Workout, CrossFit. You now want a time machine, Chris. I want you to travel back in time to when you were 25 years old again. What advice would your current self, knowing about life and business, give your 25-year-old self? That's a good one. Um, Save more money. What's a hidden talent that you have that most people may not know about you? I
1: play... Bass. <laughs> Play the electric bass. I played stand-up bass for seven years in orchestra and really nobody knew about it. So much so I started playing bass in seventh grade, played all through junior high and high school that guys I played football with, because I was also a jock, I played football and baseball and I wrestled, uh, didn't know that I was in orchestra. So I'm an orchestra nerd <laughs> and I am a huge classical music fan and I played on an album my freshman year in college where I played electric bass, which was super fun at Loyola University of Maryland, where they feature a bunch of local bands and got to record in a recording studio. So that's a pretty wow. cool one, I think.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, it's Yeah, a lot very of fun. cool. What's one book that you've read that's made an impact on your business? Oh, I firstly,
1: I need to add a caveat. I am an avid, uh, listener. I noticed that this podcast is brought to us today by audible.com. I am obsessed with audible. I, I gobble up books via audible.com. So I'm listening to as many books as I could possibly get my hands on, probably between 20 and 30 a year. It's just like nonstop. Oren Claff wrote a book that kind of knocked me on my
0: backside. It's called pitch. Anything. If you can recommend one social media tool, I know you've recommended a few, or a service to Hacker Nation, what would that be? My social platform of
1: choice that I really enjoy engaging with people and having conversations with people and connecting with business people because I'm a business person and an entre- entrepreneur, um, especially now that I have the column on ink.com is Twitter. I really enjoy Twitter. I think you can learn a lot from Twitter. I think the idea that individuals are so accessible. I'm a little obsessive compulsive, obviously with reading and with documentaries. And I love reaching out to authors and just talking to them and frankly, thanking them. So if I, if I find something that I think is really compelling, that's how I I reached out to Oren and Mm. I eventually became friends with him and I eventually interviewed him for my blog and I eventually put him in my book is because I read Pitch Anything and I was like, man, this dude is a badass, mm. and I reached out to him on Twitter, and I was like, let's talk. We, you know, you've got, you're doing some good things on social. You're doing some bad things on social. So I gave him a little advice, a little value, and then we became friends. That's awesome. And that's only because of Twitter, that you can just reach out and touch people in real time. Yeah. And I, I do
0: think it is, is, is such a compelling, compelling platform. Chris, you are now officially off the randomness round hot seat. This has been absolutely incredible. Thank you, Chris, for your time and also sharing these incredible success strategies and hacks with our Hacker Nation. Where can our listeners find out more about you and your business?
1: Uh, sure. They can find me pretty, pretty easily, chrisdesi.com and or silverbacksocial.com um, and if they go to ChrisDesi.com and they sign up for my newsletter they will get the first chapter of Remarkable You for free which is pretty cool I think um, anywhere they search for ChrisDesi.com, well chrisdessy.com Twitter is at Chris Desi, Instagram is at Chris Desi. I'm pretty aware of building my personal
0: brand. So <laughs> if, you, if you Google Chris Desi, you'll see a lot of stuff. Fantastic. Hacker Nation, make sure to head over to successhackers.net for this episode show notes and recap from today's incredible interview with Chris, along with some other really cool resources that we have on the site. When you're on the site, don't forget to subscribe to the show so you get all kinds of new episodes. remember, for all the listeners here on Success Hackers, Audible is once again giving away a free audiobook download with your 30-day free trial. All you have to do is go to audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. Again, Success Hackers is one word. audibletrial.com forward slash successhackers. Over 180,000 titles to choose from on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Grab your 30-day membership today. If you want to connect with me and the show on Twitter, all you have to do is go to at Scott 1210. I'm always on Twitter. Hit me up and we can connect. Lastly, I love the Hacker Nation community. I love you guys so much that I want to give back to you. So check this out. All you have to do is go to iTunes, subscribe to the show, and then write a review. Once you write a review, I want you to screen grab that review and then email it to me so I can actually have proof that you actually left the review. Once you actually send me via email this review, I will then give you and your company a shout out on the very next episode of Success Hackers. You can email me at info at successhackers.net, info at successhackers.net. This is Scott Hansen saying thanks again for listening to another episode of Success Hackers. Until the next show, go out and live with passion.